What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. Britain, what is this week's roundup? We have Emily from Emmy's Flower Truck here, and we are, you guys, her story is so inspiring, and it's just, I don't know, I loved this interview mm-hmm. so much. You guys are going to gain a ton of knowledge from it, and, you know, we deep dive into what it's really like to be a business owner. We didn't know we were going to take that route, but enjoy it. Yeah. And I think it's really also fun episode of just understanding why community night has been such a fun experience for all of us and how we've created a team of strong small business owners who really love and support each other and how we probably got a little relief from this episode to know that we're all going through the same struggles and experiencing the same things, but we all approach it from a mindset of creating joy and happiness for the customer. And, um, yeah, it was a really great interview. I'm just like so grateful we got the opportunity to interview Emmy. She's near and dear to our heart. So let's do it. So I'm sure you guys know our guest today, Emily McPherson, and we're so happy to have her on. Um, She's so multi-talented. She owns Emmy's Flower Truck, um, and so I'm sure you've seen that around town. We are mobile business allies, I guess you could say. Um, And not only that, I am so happy that our paths cross, and now I consider her one of my friends. Um, And she also is just... I mean, she has an eye for detail, an eye for design. She is an experienced and talented photographer. You should check out her Instagram and look at all the photos she's taken. I feel like your style is so unique and kind of like, um, just like, I don't want to say it's like a lost art, but you, I know, I see that you see all the details in your photos and like it, yes. you only put up the best of the best. So I love that. I would love to shoot with you one day. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I just want to get into the interview so that our listeners can just gain all this knowledge from your experience throughout life. So first things first, give us a little background on how you started your business. Have you always had a love for flowers and did you always want the truck? Like, how did you get here basically? Yeah, how did you how did you get started? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank both of you so much for having me here. I'm really honored, and I'm in the presence of two amazing businesswomen, and I I've learned so much from both of you, and so I I'm, I kind of feel like I'm not worthy being here. Oh, but, stop. oh my god, that is not true. Sweet. We're not my, worthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's opposite day. Here, really no, but uh, my story is pretty simple. It's uh, I started out in the airline business, and then after 25 years of that with Southwest Airlines, I decided it was time to move on and retire. And um, they offered uh, a, a buyout kind of thing for people that had been there a certain amount of time. So I took that, got a little extra cash. And then I didn't know at that point what to do. I just, I knew I wasn't going to stop working, but I wasn't sure exactly what path I would go down. Um, during my last part of uh, like five years of flying, I was also uh, a photographer. And I've been a photographer forever, but I, I started to, to actually be a professional photographer and take it seriously. And so I'm in my, um, on my down days of not flying, I did, I had shoots and I did portraits and I studied and I traveled to, to t- learn from amazing photographers 
Um, anyway, so w- with that being said, when I retired, I, I was going to continue that. And I did continue that. Um, I, I also got to the point to where it was such so much of a sales, pushy sales. Um, I, I started going in the wrong direction. Everything was just too much of pushing people and they have to spend so much money to get this. And, and I just not like that. I wasn't comfortable with that. So I, I looked around and just decided, what else can I do? And I wanted to do, I was looking at nonprofits and, and just volunteering. And, but um, with my extra money, I've always liked old cars, which is oh. kind of funny. <laughs> so uh, I love Volkswagens. And so I just happened to run across a Volkswagen <laughs> that I just fell in love with. And I had seen, uh, I'd gone to Nashville and I'd seen a truck that sold flowers. I've seen that one. Yes. Uh Yes. And I fell in love with that. And so I just thought, this is what I'm going to do because I absolutely knew no one in our community because I'd been gone for Mm -hmm. 25 years, constantly on the road. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to, you know, I can meet people now. And this is what has been amazing, really. But um, so I started up the business during during, um, the pandemic and uh, I just... It was easy because with flowers, you, you can, we, we could go out and people stood their distance and we could drop flowers off at people's homes and things like that. And so mm-hmm. it, it really was easy. It was, it was good for us, the pandemic. I know a lot of people know, but for us it was. And ended up kind of evolving at that point to where we were invited to go places, hence my relationship with you, Britt. Yes. And um, got to meet Britt and I hadn't met... Uh, Britain. I mean, it's, it's okay. okay. Brits. No, we're the Brits. We're the okay. Brits. Got to meet Britain. <laughs> and I'm, and through Britain, I met Brit. Right. And, um, anyway, so it just kept, everything just got better and better. And I met so many cool people in Reno and I fell in love with the community yeah. really more than I love flowers. And people always say, have you always loved flowers? And I'll, I do love flowers, but I never thought I'd be in the flower business. Right. I just kind of evolved. For, and I wasn't, I wanted to turn it into a nonprofit flower business. That didn't work. It hasn't worked. It might still, but um, yeah. So it's amazing. It's, I love that. Like, you know, like you said, it evolved. So it's like, you've always loved flowers, but mm-hmm. you had no like idea that you would have a career in mm-hmm. flowers. But do you feel like your past experience, like being a flight attendant, right? Is that mm-hmm. okay? And then also being the photographer has helped like your with your eye for flowers and just like your skill because I mean the product that you deliver is so amazing and we'll get into that. Thank you so much. But like do you feel like that has helped in any way? Definitely. Okay. Because I'm I think uh, definitely um, customer service in my career Mm. has been a big thing and I I don't ever want to get away from it. I love it. I love um, the marketing and being out and talking to people and meeting people and the photography kind of just made that easier as well. So I always would try to catch um, the real moments in people, the real, not, you know, just the real moment in time, kind of living in the moment through photography, which I love to do. And Mm -hmm. I love to talk to other people and learn their stories. Um, So that kind of all led in. But and then here comes the flower truck and I get to tell this, you know, I get to talk to people and it's kind of like a gathering. The flower truck, people gather wherever, whenever we go out on location, they gather, they bring their friends to the flower truck. It's like the old fashioned kind of barbershop where the guys sit around. Well, that's what the flower truck is in, you know, in the community when, when we go out. So it's I get a lot more from it than 
than people realize. Are you thinking what I'm thinking right now? Yes, yes. <laughs> Projector with the gift of collecting stories. Yes. <laughs> That's it. So we, it's just funny because, you know, we interview a lot of people and a lot of business owners were finding that we know, and I don't know this to be true about you, we'd have to do your human design, but we find that they're projectors. I've it, done hers. Oh, you have? Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it is amazing. And I like, listening to your story, the common theme for you is people mm -hmm. like you, I, you know, I know being a flight attendant can't be easy because people are nightmares on planes. Yes. Like I know because I traveled a ton for, <laughs> for work at one yes. point I was on a plane like every other day. And I was like, I hate it here. This is horrible. I don't know how these poor people do it. Um, and you're just like a ray of light. So it's, it's gotta be, that's what, Oh, she's a manifesting generator. She is. Which is why she's had so many careers in her life. Right. I read her. I, we went to lunch one day and I read all about it. Yeah. Probably too much. She was probably like, okay. No, I loved it. Oh, expanding the good in others' lives. Um, oh my gosh, love this so much. Yeah, she's, in, I mean, spot on manifesting generator. But I also feel like I love when you said it's like a community kind of, and it's like an outing for people to come to the truck. And I feel like it's like you said, old fashioned because no one like gathers the way that we used to. And that's what we try to bring back. And you're such a huge part of that uh, with community mm -hmm. night and just like our pop-ups that we do together yes. is just like bringing people together. And the fat or the flower truck is such a great way because it's like a Saturday morning, a Sunday morning or an afternoon. It's like, what should we do today? And it brings back just like the simplicity of life. And mm -hmm. it's like, go grab a coffee, go grab a tea mm -hmm. and get some flowers and like the mood boost and like the endorphins that you get from coming to your truck, I think is just such a ripple effect into our community. So and I love that's it. That's so kind. Thank you so much. And, yeah. and it is uh, so much more than I ever thought it would be, especially with uh, um, the generations that we pull, the different mm. ages and groups of people mm. and the young high school kids. I have never seen kids so excited. If I'm driving and there's one, uh, high school kid in the car they're waving if i'm no matter where where we are they love they that's they love flowers they love the simplicity i it's so neat to see that because you know a lot of times our the younger generations on their computers aren't it's hard do, to connect with it's them it's hard to connect we kind of feel flowers. like distance from yeah. distance from them and i feel sad about that i feel like we kind of i mean when we talk about our youth right now it's like pretty negative yeah. and i remember people doing that to millennials too and i would be like you know we're not like that right like just generalizing but that's so cool to hear that they like want to interact and they want to come see this have this experience yes. of just like good old fashion yes. fashion flowers you know but maybe that's on us as like the older generations that we're not doing enough for the for the community like for the teenagers and from the for the youth in our community to show them like I feel like, you know, millennials, especially maybe it starts with us. Like we really are selfishly focused, which I think we've had to be in an effort to survive. And so I don't think it's necessarily negative, but when I think about it, I'm like, maybe we're kind of letting them down in a way because what you're doing is you're creating this opportunity for them to see an old school truck mm -hmm. um, yes. and like a very natural resource that we have and creating natural designs like without having to use a computer or anything like nothing, everything about what you're doing is like very, and I'm air, I'm like air quoting this, but like old school. Mm -hmm. And when you look at like what we do, I mean, when you look at what Britain and I do, and this is maybe an opportunity for us is like, 
we're out here talking to our own demographic. Like we are the demographic. We're out here talking to our own demographic about the struggles that we face as a demographic. But I wonder how we could be better for our community and the youth in our community to really show them that like they are supported and we don't think they're just a waste of space. Yeah. That was kind of a sidetrack, but I I just like, I I thought about that. that. And I, I think they would be, they would just eat that up. Just the fact that, that they, that you're, you know, you're, pulling them in and including them mm-hmm. and really caring about them. I just, they, they're really my people. When I kind of call, they say, you know, I kind of call them my people because they drive from some of them from Sacramento. Oh and gosh. I'm just shocked. It bring, almost brings me to tears. I just, I can't, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, 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 it's not that I don't get, they like flowers. I guess I don't understand why they, they're so excited. It's, it's a scene. <laughs> It's because it's still a scene. There's still something to photograph. It's still something yeah. unique. It's still something mm-hmm. different. Like it's something to talk about. You've created a conversational piece, which mm-hmm. I think is like important to think about when you're creating events. I think that's why community night popped off. And I think yes. our next one's going to pop off even yes. more, which is actually this Thursday, um, tomorrow night. And, um, and you have like experiential things that people can take pictures with, you know? So there's like BLFT community True. night. You can see the big, yeah. um, what is it? Alpha lit. Yeah. Alpha lit signage. Like that's something we have Emmy's truck there so they can take photos with Emmy's truck. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the truck is there. There's a reason like the, B, the, uh, BLFT truck pink truck is there. Like, of course. So there's gotta get our stuff there. Gotta yeah. Get, yeah. How are you going to, else are you going to get it there? But right. I think like you're creating the experience. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is like all of these kids, younger generations, like they all just want to have like an experience versus right. like, which is interesting because the experiences that they're, trying to have or so are in from my perception are for them to share it online right. which is a trip to me because mine is opposite like I want to have the experience alone right yes and not yes. and not have to and not have to worry about posting it, it. Yes. but I think that that is maybe something and I as you were saying that I was like yeah maybe we don't market to the young, younger generations because there's no money there but then I'm like well you're making money off mm-hmm. of them so mm-hmm. there's got to be some money well, I there. think her her price point is, is right nice there. yeah it's, Um, but I feel like what it comes down to is the connection. I think we're all Mm -hmm. craving that connection and you provide an environment in which you can come and it's not this super formal thing. It's very relaxed and Mm -hmm. chill. You walk up. It's not, I mean, what, it's a half hour kind of engagement Mm -hmm. connection, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, that's, that's what you're providing to people of all ages, not just the younger generation. Um, but I mean, you run such an efficient business and your product is just, such next level. And I think that's why people are willing to drive from Sacramento to come get your product because like they know that they're going to get the same thing every time. And it's always at that high level. Can you like have, do you have any tips of like how you do that all the time and like organization, just man, like, how do you do that? How do you always produce that top level consistency? Yeah. Consistency. consistency. (laughs) Exactly. That's, that's hard when you have perishables. It's, um, we just have a standard. There's a standard that mm-hmm. I always try to meet. I don't want to have any product out there that, that, you know, I, that won't, that I think may not last very long. In other words, the difference between the flower truck and maybe some of the box stores, uh, grocery, mar- grocery stores, things like that. I think the difference is they don't have time. They get the product in and they throw it in a bucket and they put it out. Um, but with us, we, we don't. We take it in, we process it, we feed it, we put it in the cooler, it's, we, we change the water constantly um, so that it lasts twice as long. 
but they don't have time to do that. And I think when people realize, hey, flowers, you know, can actually last more than four days. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they're excited. And, and, and I am too. But, you know, as to being organized, I don't think I'm very organized. I think I try to be organized, but in the business that I'm in, um, sometimes things, you know, crop up. You have things happen. Let's say you're doing a wedding. You're, you're there and the arch is wait, you know, shaking in the wind, you know, it's not going to stay. And you have to constantly improvise, improvise. So as to organization, I try, but it's kind of tough. It's tough. And also weather. Right. Well, there's like a lot of variables. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you and a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. what I was like kind of getting at is like the final product. Like I don't, if you guys haven't been to Retruck, you need to go see it. But like, it's the flowers are wrapped in this canvas with a bow, with a tag. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you feel like this is like the most luxurious, (laughs) luxurious, like bouquet that you've ever had in your life. Super branded. And yeah, super branded. It's amazing. And like, they do last forever. And that's, I've always wondered, I'm like, what are these like GMO? Are these like, they're like hulked out flowers because they last they forever. Do. They do. And I mean, even like, I'll admit sometimes after like, cause I always get some take home and deliver them to all my people at community night. But, um, sometimes I get home so late that I just lay them on my counter and the next day they're still thriving. <laughs> so like the detail that you have, 
I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So thank you so much. I, no, yes. I appreciate that. And, no, it's so true. And that's, that is very important to me. And I, and, and that shows through, yeah. I would drive two hours to come see your oh. truck. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. You guys, For seriously. Thank you so much. Thank I you. mean, that's, and to go to your point, like that's what, it's interesting too, how like when you're just living your life, like the, the ideas come to you and then those ideas become the thing that like bring you exactly what you need for that time. Cause I'm just thinking of like the Nashville to like yeah. knowing people people from your, like everything that you have now or everything that you've learned in your experiences has like gotten you to where you are. I don't mm -hmm. know. My brain isn't working 110% today. I have a really important question. You have so many variables in your business. And I know we were talking before we started recording being a business owner is wild because you think that you're going to like time block your schedule and LOL, like you're not doing that. <laughs> I tried to time block this week and it got like literally a Sunday <laughs> night. I was all excited. I was like, going to time block. It's going to be great. The next morning I wake up phone call at 8am on it for 45 minutes. And I'm like, there goes that block of time. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm moving on to the next Seriously. thing. I don't know what I'm doing today. So how do you like, how do you deal with the variable, like, do you have like a foundation that you set for yourself within self-care or within, you know, how you go into each bit? Like, is there a starting point and an ending point for each day? Or do you just throw caution to the wind and say, here we go. Hopefully it's all going to work out. I do. Uh, you have, you know, I have a plan for the day. Okay. Uh, I try to get a workout in if, and that's the first thing, but some, that a lot of, I'd say, maybe three days a week now if I'm lucky, but, um, and that happens because things go crazy in the morning. Mm -hmm. But I get, I think, um, I just try to make sure that I'm get trying to get back to people, um, making sure they're happy with what they have and just trying to throw caution to the wind. If, if I can't get to certain things, I'm probably a lot like you, Britt. It's like, if I can't get to certain things, I just put them off. I have to put them off the next day. I just want to make sure that what I've done today is purposeful and um, is serving all my customers and in, in the right way. Right. Putting, it sounds like putting the customer first Definitely. is always Definitely. your like number yeah. one mm -hmm. um, compass for your day. Yes. That's very cool. Is there anything that you wish you were better at? <laughs> You yes. can add to my list yes. of like 900 no, things. things. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I wish I didn't get anxiety, anxiety. Um, when things unexpected things pop up, I'm trying to take a breath and, you know, breathe and think it's not the end of the world. It's going to be okay. We'll get whatever we have to do to get this done. We'll get it done. Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of the unexpected is constantly, and as you well know, and, and you too, cause it just happens all the time. You don't show it though. Yeah. I mean, okay. Nice. So for example, like I, I know how this is because when you have a mobile boutique, there's like we said, so many variables, but a lot of it has to do with like driving the actual vehicle <laughs> and like parking it because seriously, like we're like going downtown. We're in part, like, in like, it's, it's anxiety provoking. Like I hate driving the truck. Um, I freaking do it and it's fine. But like, so Emmy and I were talking at community night about like pulling in, like sometimes you have to get into tight spots and yes. we we're like pulling her truck into this. And like, you guys, she did like a 10 point, no, like 15 point turn. And it was hotter than was so the surface of night. the sun. And she is like in the Tamarack walkway going forward, reversing, going forward, reversing. And you kept your cool the whole time. And there's no power steering in that, no. that green machine. Like, no, and she brutal. was like, oh, you God. were so, and I kept being like, 
I am so sorry. And you're like, it's fine. And she was laughing. So like your anxiety does not show through. Oh, good. Um, it, well, I had major anxiety. Because I'm sitting here. you not? I'm also sitting here and I look at both of you and I don't see either of you because I've been having anxiety so bad that I'm suffering from paralysis, like that I can't oh. actually move forward. And when I look at both of you, I don't think you're having that at all. I'm like, they don't have the paralysis. Oh, yes. Yes, you don't just lie on the couch. Like sometimes yes. I'm literally on my back on the couch. I'm like, okay. Like I yeah. like, that's the breathing. It's yeah, like, I no. cannot get it out of my chest. It's yeah. like, okay. I just, I, oh, 100. I'm like I somewhere between like, last night I was on the couch and I was like, I feel like I'm going to explode. Yeah. He was like, what? He, he literally thought I had to go to the, this is embarrassing, but he's like, oh, uh, why would you like tell how? me that? And I was like, no, like it's, it's like, up here yeah it's, it's more like of a in mental this, like, chest head. situation yeah. i was like he was like okay well why don't you, do you want a sparkling water i was like sure like <laughs> that i know i got home last night well and we love cars so mm -hmm. i just realized like i think it was like a week and a half ago i was like i'm having a hard time finding joy like i literally i'm not enjoying anything in life i don't i don't like life like i which is kind of a that was kind of a scary place to be in because the last time i felt like that i was with my ex-husband and so i was like all right what am i doing that i what am i not doing that i used to do and i was like okay i used to work on my jeep all the time now i don't work on my jeep because the alley is no longer my safe space it used to be my safe space but it's now everybody's back there and then like hiking and stuff like that. And so I, last night I got home, I had a stressful day and I was like, all right, it's four o'clock. I'm going into the alley. And I detailed my car for an oh. hour and a half. The nice. Jeep, wait till you guys see the Jeep. It's never it's looked- It's almost like therapeutic. It's so therapeutic. And then it was interesting because I'm back there and then all my neighbors were coming out. They were like, oh my gosh, like, it's so cool. You're detailing your car. I'm like, do people not do this anymore? No. People don't detail no, their own people, cars? I mean, I take it to get detailed. I asked my neighbor, I was like, where do you take your car to get cleaned like this? And he was like, oh, I take it to this place. And I was like, how much is it? He's like, oh, $500. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to keep detailing my car for $40 worth of supplies in my alley. <laughs> if anybody wants to come by, I will charge you $75 and I'll detail your car too. That is an in interesting way to help your anxiety. I'm going to be completely honest. Really? Yes. Like, how do you do it? I, I well, I need to get out and, and walk, but yeah. I go into the paralysis too. Do, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. It's hard to get out of. It's like, I can't, it's like, almost like I'm debilitated. It's like, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I just don't want to move. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. I want it to go away and it doesn't go away. And it just, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's hard. But do you have any like tips? I mean, walking kind of, I, think I feel like talking to, to talking as yeah. well. I yeah. feel like, you know, I would have never known that, that you had, you know, that kind of a, you know, paralysis or just where I just, yeah. you can't move. Oh yeah. yeah. There was a week where I was just horizontal for, <laughs> I want to say it was like two or three days. You always show up though. Like, well, I show up for other people. And I think that's the issue that I am running into is I have no issue. And somebody else brought this up to me. I will debilitate myself to help somebody that I care about. Mm -hmm, me too. Even if it's mm -hmm. like a tiny ounce of caring, even if it's like, they're not, it's not Britain. It could be like Sarah Jane. I care so much about her because she one time got me flowers from Emmy's truck and I'm like, I will go to the ends of the earth for this Aww. person. And it's like, yeah, that wasn't necessary for you to like put yourself in such a, like to let down your boundaries and for you to be uncomfortable and all of that stuff. I'll do that. But when it comes to running my business, sometimes just taking the next step is so hard. Like, especially when it comes to the financial stuff, because I don't really, 
it has to get done. I don't enjoy doing it. And it sometimes I think, and I know I'm not stupid when it comes to it, but I think I have a perception that I'm not as smart as somebody else who could do it. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, well, I'm just going to suck at this anyway. And maybe that's the athlete thing where it's like, I don't want to do it if I'm not going to be the best at it. Yeah. I, I don't know I what feel it is. Like, and maybe you guys can relate to this. Like in business, there is no blueprint. There's right. no one who has come before us. Like each one of our businesses is so unique and we're all in these unique situations. And so there's all these problems and there's no real right solution. I feel like when you're in a job, like maybe your first career that you had as a flight attendant or working for a different company, or like you just sit in this role and it's kind of like, if this, then that. And there is absolutely none of that in business. Mm -hmm. It's all just like, you know, fire from the hip and like, should I do this? Should I not do this? And you're just constantly feeling in lingo and you don't know what the right decisions are. Um, and so I feel like sometimes it is overwhelming and paralyzing, but it's to me, it's like, okay, sometimes how I get out of it is like make the next right decision, make the next one that you know of, or like just take one inch forward, like do mm -hmm. the next thing in front of you that's going to push you forward. Or is that check your emails and answer them? Is that, and then hopefully eventually you get to that one thing that's paralyzing you, or maybe it's mm -hmm. many, but you eventually get there. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like it's hard when there's no clear, just like path to take. Right. And there's so much resistance regardless. Well, and you don't know where you're going. I think that yeah. that's like the issue is it's like- It changes daily. It changes daily. <laughs> like I'm like one minute I'm going in this direction and I go and I do like the physical labor and I'm working my butt off and I got the thing going and I'm really, really excited. And then the next minute, and I'm all excited. I'm there for two months. Yeah. Like my, and I don't know who I was talking to about this, but I was like the business and you grew fast too. Cause we both started mm -hmm. in COVID. And so we're both about two years mm -hmm. in at this point. Mm -hmm. Our growth rate is too fast. Like, and I don't, and it's, it's good and I'm grateful for it and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. But also that means that I have this realization. I've had this realization in the last five to six months where it's like, yeah, this isn't like, I don't even know where this is going. I have no idea where the potential of this. I know I really want to do big, great things, but I don't know what exactly it's going to look like or how. I had this like amazing moment the other day where I was just like, Haven and Flux is going to be successful. It's just a matter of when. And it wasn't even the how. I stopped thinking about how it was going to get done. It was just like, it was just going to knew it. I just know it's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do to get it there. I don't know what path I'm going to take. But I mean, I look at that all the time with manufacturing. I mean, that frees up three. Where do you, how do you find a manufacturer? Who does that? What is that? I didn't go to school for that. No, they don't teach that. That's the thing. You can barely Google it because there's like 900 ads for some best manufacturer mm -hmm. who's going to charge you $9 billion and isn't the best one. And it's not a small business and I'd rather go with a small batch. Yeah. So anyway, it's just yeah. interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Do you I, have anything? I like almost think it, I, I think we all probably feel the same way about that. We don't know the next step. We don't know if we're doing the right thing constantly, you know, our motives are great. I feel like we, we want, you know, what we want is right, what we're hoping mm -hmm. for. But at the same time, you know, you always have constraints of do I go out? Do I, you know, do I spend more money here mm. and hope that it, you know, comes back to me? And, and there's a lot of risk. And I think that's part of our, our anxiety. And, and especially for, you know, I think you have um, your opportunities are endless in the sense of you can just you can manufacture and distribute it all over the world. Mm. You're, you know, I think. Um, I don't know about, about you, Britain, but I know that, you know, you're, you're, you're venturing with, you have your hats and that, mm -hmm. 
Um, and so for me, it's just like, I don't know, where do I go with my little truck? <laughs> right. Here? Well, it's like, have we hit, like, you have to, I feel yeah. like we all have to like, have I hit the ceiling for what I can do yes. right now yeah. in my business? And mm-hmm. like, I think sometimes the anxiety comes from like, okay, to go to the next step, which I don't know what that would be for you shipping fresh flowers across yeah. the country. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have the manpower? Do I have the energy? Do I have the funds to put into it to then implement this? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, we can have all these great ideas, but like the actual implementation is the hard part. And definitely sometimes where the anxiety comes from and yeah, it's, it's, you know, and so then you have to just ask yourself like, okay, am I happy doing this? Am I successful doing this? Like what does success mean to me? Have I done what I want to do with the truck? You know, all those mm-hmm. questions and those are hard to face. You they know? are, they are. Mm-hmm. But your thing too is like, and I'm just, again, back to the human design thing. Like your thing is a, man, a manifesting generator is to like get, some, do something, become the very best at it, become an expert at it, which I feel like you've done. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like there's to perfect no one that can do oh, a flower you. truck That's, the way you want. Yeah, 1000%. You. And you. you've perfected that craft and it's almost like, and I look at your path and it's like, it might not be in a flower right. truck. You right. know what I mean? Like you might be going on to taking what you learned from this and maybe your next thing is a nonprofit right. and it doesn't have, it's just what you learn from this thing. Like that has to be okay too. Like ours is that we have built these communities and like, I think for her and I, we want, and I'll, I'll speak for myself, but the reason that I love Brit on Blast so much and the reason why I want to continue forward with it and the reason I love Haven and Flux so much is because And I think the reason why I love both of you so much is because it's community based. Like everything we do, I understand is like authentically community driven. Like we want what's best for our customers, for our partners, for other small businesses. We want to help lift other small businesses up. We want to give people the opportunity that maybe like that we wish we would have had in the beginning or whatever it is like connecting to other people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is really the most valuable thing for me. And it's hard because sometimes, and Britton and I feel this a lot as projectors, because we like to, we need alone time. Mm -hmm. Like I struggle with like, I really want to be around my community. And also like, I want to be horizontal and close my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just like scheduling the time out, you know, and like Mm -hmm. being present when we're out there, but I do feel that, that conflict for sure. Um, It's it's nice to know that we all have those struggles. It's, I mean, not, not saying I, I want y'all to have those struggles, but it is nice because at least there are days when I will just, Oh, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. And you just, you just get out, you, you get out of bed and you just, I really just need this some, again. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, that sounds horrible. It does sound horrible. It does. Some days are just harder. I think anyone in any job feels that and faces mm-hmm. that, but like it is, it is hard when you're the one propelling everything forward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the business is not going to go on if you call in sick, right. you know? Right, <laughs> right. There's no paycheck right. coming if, yeah. if you no. call in sick. Right, because you are the, we are the the face behind the product. And we're, with me, it's just usually me. And it's right. same with you guys, for sure, right? For and sure. Yeah. You hustle. I mean, yeah. I see, no, you but, are out oh. there all the time. I mean, I see mm. your truck all the time. You work so hard. Like, do you do any, do you incorporate self-care? Do you, how do you, well, also like you have four kids and what, Yeah, but they're all grown. So luckily, but but you have grandkids. Yeah. I I have not done, you know, the grandkids, I have a little guilt. I don't see them enough. That's, that's what suffered some, but 
you know, it's because I used to spend a lot of time and it's hard now. It's hard to even go get your nails done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you feel, but you I feel were. like you like sit there and you feel like you shouldn't be doing something, right? Because it's like an hour of time that you could be doing all these other things. Mm-hmm. I get that. But, mm-hmm. but you, you are amazing because mm-hmm. you have just brought the community together. You make mm-hmm. people feel welcome and warm. You invite people into to, to your circle, to, you know, all the businesses and well, to your events, I should say. And you do that and you and you make you get you keep people excited about doing what they do. You just have this Thank way you. about you. But you. I feel like you're so much bigger than the, you know, the fashion truck is is mm-hmm. my one of my favorite things in the whole world. It is. <sighs> and but you're so much bigger than that. And mm-hmm. I see that for you. I just see that for you because I feel like you just you, you just pr- portray or you exude this confidence and you care about people and they know they know that and you care about them succeeding mm-hmm. amazing yeah. and you're, you're, you know it's the same here. thing here it's, i mean here we have the next the next <laughs> well no i feel like and that was something it's, that drew like, me to her it was just like a no-nonsense right, authenticity right. of like look i can't yeah. bleed for you but i will like i will give you the shirt off my back yeah, like yeah. this and that's really like I think that's a really good way to explain it. Like Britain won't bleed for you, but she, she'll give yes. you the shirt off her back. Yes. And I think that that's a really, really impressive way to be, yeah. especially for somebody in this community. So I, I just like, and it's, again, it's, it's not oversaturated. She's not oversaturating herself. She's not like, I'm just, I'm always wildly impressed and with you her. Too. You, you do the same thing. Right? Yeah, but you I do. do it like a bull in a China shop, well, no. which is why we're great partners. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's good. It balances you out. Right. Uh-huh. You guys are like literally making me emotional. I am so uncomfortable right now, but thank you so much. <laughs> wow. And I think that the same thing about you guys. All right, so you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I want to talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great-grandparents started Murdoch's Western Wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watch a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not gonna lie, I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's Hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch'sHatsInApparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions.
this is a hype sesh, but I see, I see the Welcome best in, it, in you guys. In, <laughs> I, God, I don't even know what to say. No, okay, it's a, this is on. like a Thank joy. So like much. we, it's, you know, community night is really special. And I was thinking about that last night when I was creating that reel and it's, com and the reason I thought of it was because as I was doing a pan of the space, I looked at like everybody, I had caught people hugging, like a group coming together and hugging. It was like a group hug or like four girls hugging each other. And then I was just thinking of like um, Aaron and Gage, like dancing together in front of the sign. And that is the energy of community night. And I think that to your point, I mean, is like, you can like, we, this community night is so high energy. If we could create that every single day for mm -hmm, each other mm -hmm. and like, bounce it off. And I don't get joy from knowing that like you're having a hard go and have paralysis as well, but it makes me feel seen. <laughs> and it also makes me feel like, yeah, we're all going through this together. Mm -hmm. And like, she still shows up and she can do it. And so can I, and Britain does it. And yeah. you know, Maddie does it. And like all of the gauge does it. Like, we're not all going to have amazing days, but the support that we have for each other and the love that we have for each other is like really something unique and special. And again, like it just turns into this like hype sesh that is community night. Nobody's trying to take from one another or right. anything like that. It's just like, we want, we genuinely want everybody to be successful and we genuinely care about each other. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. I think that if anything, what we can gather from what we just talked about is that it's hard for everyone. No one has a clear, easy path that like everyone has faced resistance. And I think sometimes, you know, I mean, that's one of the major problems of social media is you look out and you think that everyone has it better than you or easier than you. And that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. Like we are all have our individual struggles, whether it be with our personalities in our business or whatever it is, it's just, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses and it's difficult regardless. But I mean, like you, I mean, you've done such a great job. Like it's, you're alone in this, you know, yeah. and Brit, you too, like mm -hmm. you guys are, you know, solo in your <clears throat> ventures. And I feel so grateful. I was solo for a while, but now I have, you know, my sister and it's like, that is such a huge asset because I get to bounce like yes. things off of someone and say, should we do this event? Should we not? Like you guys don't have that. Talk about like, do you have a sounding board? Do you have an outlet? Who do you talk to? Or like, how do you get that? Or do you just let it come to you? How do you know what to do? Um, a lot of times I'll lean on my friends like I do mm -hmm. on you, Britt, and I ask you what, you know, if I should do certain things, because I, I honestly, I, you know, you're torn between trying to please people and mm -hmm. wanting to be there because they really want you there. Um, you're torn between that and what's really right for your business. At least yeah. I am. Totally. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to go there and not, you know, probably not make, you know, not break even. Um, but I do it a lot of the times because I, I want to help the business or whoever has invited me to to come. So that's that's tough. That, that that's a struggle, you know. Yeah, the, and you have those struggles too, and you mm -hmm. have those struggles. Right. Like at the end of the day, we're in business, and we talked about this last episode. Like sales is is the lifeblood of a business, mm -hmm. and it's all that matters. Like you are not in business unless you're doing sales, right. and so it's hard to think like, okay, I'm going to put out all these resources, which like you showing up costs money. Mm -hmm. You have to pay so the flowers, the mm -hmm. gas, the, like everything. And then on top of it, if you are just going to break even, you have to really balance like, okay, what am I giving back to this? Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel that, I feel that. And I also feel it with community night because we are very, you know, um, we want to help small businesses. I've had to, you know, this is going to be our biggest one ever, but I've had to really check like, okay, 
I am in business for the customer. And like you said, that is your main thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the customer is your priority. So we need to listen to our customers about what businesses they want mm-hmm. there. This is not like, I'm not claiming to be this super inclusive, every business welcome. I want to help the small businesses that are there. And I want to share our platform with businesses, but it has to align with our customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so, and that is business. And I feel, you know, sometimes bad about that because, um, it's hard to exclude people. And I, the person in me wants to say, sure that yes, come like no big deal, but we want, we're creating this experience and it has to align with our customer. Right. Yes. So it's, it's hard. It's this constant like inner turmoil at the same time, trying to not create overlap between businesses. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of business, small businesses that have started in Reno and it's absolutely amazing, but I'm not going to bring another floral Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's not, there's just not that many customers to go around. You're not going to see another candle. And then also for us, like, it's hard to, we don't want to bring a direct competitor to us. You know what I mean? And so I just feel like sometimes it just gets misconstrued. Sorry if I just went on a tangent. No, I think it's important to talk about that. I think that like as a business owner on a public stage in a small community, like it is really, really hard. And we've seen in our community, like people get taken down for this, but like, Look, it's it's hard to this started out with what we had five vendors. The first when I first came, it was like seven vendors total. It started out in 2000. Our our first event was um, at Liberty Food and Wine, if you guys can remember this 2016. And then we started Ladies Night um, where we had two other vendors. Um, And so and that was us being like, we want to like provide our customer with more than just clothes. And so we're like, what if we have, you know, jewelry or can't whatever yeah. it was. And so, um, that's how it started. And now we have what, almost 19 vendors at this next we one. We actually have 20, but, 20 uh, vendors. Wow. And now it's like, you're getting question everybody. And this is like a thing. I'm sorry to, again, me and my freaking human design, but like as a projector, you're now getting invited and it's getting to, to decide and having to decide what invites are you going to take? Mm-hmm. And it's not that you don't want ev- to accept every single invite. You don't have the capacity as a business owner, as a person, even as a physical space with square footage to invite every single one, to accept every single well, one of these into invites. the other businesses that we've already committed to or who have helped us build it like you guys, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have a duty to provide for you guys and by having so many, it will dilute the customer yep. and th- what they can spend. And so, you know, there's just a lot that goes into it that I think that people maybe don't understand, but let's get back to Emmy. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so good. sorry, I like, I like it. No. no, and I've talked to you about that and you've been really supportive about that. And well, so I, I understand. And, and that's just the way we support each other and, mm-hmm. and someone that's come in like, like you did when I started out, um, you know, you, you came in and invited me in mm-hmm. and I'll never forget that. That's mm-hmm. something that I'll, I'll never forget and something that I'll always be so thankful for. And so, right. When, when I, if I get invited to somewhere with another, you know, truck and another, uh, clothing truck, should say i just stick with i i just yeah. nicely say you know thanks so much but um yeah. and it's interesting it's interesting sorry i don't mean no, to interrupt no, no, but no. i know exactly what you're saying and i know it's like it's even a hard thing to communicate clearly or even like it's not in any way it's it again goes back to britain's capability to make and create a space for small businesses in our community when she invited us in to do it, 
she again didn't bleed for us but she made sure that we were the focus of the event it wasn't you you would have thought from an external and i did think as an external source at the time who didn't know britain or bridget at all i was like oh these guys think they're hot shit like and i came from a big corporate industry and i was like they have every right to be like their branding is spot on like all of the sip <laughs> stuff but like not feel like that at all i know but well you never do when you're in it but like yeah. you i knew i was like okay these girls they're gonna make it about them and that's a natural thing for businesses to do like to make it about them and that wasn't what she did mm -hmm. is she i got there and i was shocked that she had flipped it on its side and she created she used her brand leverage to generate consumers mm -hmm. for my brand mm -hmm. And that what that is where your talent is. That is where like your gift is yes. because you and even that night, like I remember people, you being like, hey, you got to check out the candle company. She checks every single night at the end of the night. How were the sales? I know she like makes <laughs> she I'm pretty sure her and John come through to every single vendor and they each buy John is her husband, if you guys don't know. And <laughs> at this point, but like she makes John buy a candle and then she buys a candle and I'm like, you guys stop buying candles. Like, it's all good. Well, like, we need them. I no, know. I, <laughs> the products are great. She, I well, do you know, that's so nice of you to say, but I feel like you guys are the ones that help make community. Well, what was ladies night and now community night, because without all of these amazing businesses, it wouldn't be what it is. And it's like that magic that is created by just coming together and truly wanting what's best for each other. And yeah. like I said, sometimes that comes with restrictions. You have to like, you know, be deliberate with mm -hmm. the businesses that are there. Um, mm -hmm. But thank you guys. I feel, I like almost cry. I'm sweating. I, I'm all cry. I, I feel so grateful for you guys. And thank you so much because sometimes it doesn't feel like that. And it kind of feels, you know, I don't know. It just, it's, it's a difficult situation to be in, but, um, I want to talk more about Emmy. Can we learn more about you? Oh. <laughs> what's, well. what's your, I'll, I'll jump in yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, we have two main questions that we ask okay. every single yes. one of our guests before we let them leave. Um, so the first one is what's your why? That's tough. Uh, I'm not sure if why is supposed to change, but you know, uh, you know, on a monthly basis mm -hmm. or, but I, my why is just the people. It's, that's a very strange why I know. My why is just being there and helping people that need help or giving back. It's a lot of giving back and that's a lot of the reason I do what I do. Mm -hmm. um, but I also get to hang out with the most amazing people and sell the most beautiful flowers. So, and so I, there's so, there's too many whys. I'm sorry, but no, um, I think it's I great. I feel like yeah, it comes like, through the yeah, people. It's, yeah. It's the people. You see every single customer and I watch you, you truly light up when people walk up that, you know, yeah. or are return customers yeah. and you take time in every single bouquet. Like it is amazing. So it's the people I it can is. totally yeah. see that Thank shine you. through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just meeting all the, the fun and you all do the same. You do the same thing. You're meet, constantly meeting people. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the, in my opinion, that's the way, you know, just meeting people and networking. That's, that's what really helps our businesses grow. Yeah. So question from that, like, obviously when you open yourself up and you're that great and giving back to people, sometimes you can get burned. How Ooh. do you continue to open yourself up? Do you have boundaries? Like, what do you do? Because Sorry, and I are like, no, I mean, it's hard because, you know, when you're constantly there for people, they'll drain you and they'll take advantage of you. People take it and they don't do it intentionally. Again, like if you give too much to people, sometimes they don't and you don't uphold a boundary. 
then when you put the boundary up, people run away. So, so do you mad. have experience with this? Yes. And like, I also have someone that I hide when I see her coming, I hide my roses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my, that is hilarious. Does she take them all? She takes them all and expects them all for nothing. And finally, you know, I do hide the, the roses, a lot of the roses. <laughs> what if she sneaks up on you? Your roses no, are Then exposed. I'm history. Then I'm history. And your toes. Your roses are <laughs> Don't oh expose God. the roses. <laughs> finally, I just had to tell her I can't, you know, prices have gone up. You know how much I care about you, but I can't give you extra. I can't. Right. Yeah. No. If I do, I won't be here tomorrow or the next day for you. So I, it's hard. And I try to just talk to them about it, you know, on their level. But a lot of them, then, you know, I haven't seen her since. So, oh, so if it's not fault. free, but then, you know, they're not your people. If right. That's, that's what not your customer. Do, they're not, you're, they're not your customer. I love yeah. that. Not your people. No. You want to okay, so if you could give, this is kind of like our anchor question okay. to wrap up. If you could give one piece of advice to someone starting out in business or, I mean, just, I mean, you've started out so many times in your different mm-hmm. careers, just some words of advice to live by. What would, what would you give? Just to always be true to yourself and mm. um, be honest and give back. And, and just, I mean, that's, that's a lot of advice, but at the same time, treat people the way you, you want to be treated is really probably my number mm-hmm. one. The golden Always. rule. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. And I really care about, about my product and, mm-hmm. and making sure that it meets expectations. But I do believe just treat people the, that, the way you want to be treated. It all does come back to you and giving yeah. and giving to others. Giving is big. Yeah, I didn't realize how much I had missed that until I got to be interviewed for like a couple different things that had to do with mental health. And just, Mm -hmm. it wasn't so much of like, it was just like my knowledge through the experiences that we've had with my brother. And that just made all of the, well, you remember even like just getting to have those opportunities is like so important and so great. And it's like, you know, I can't, I obviously we give back a dollar with mental or a dollar per candle, but like, you know, being able to really like, share a story yeah. and give back in that way too is always so nice. Sometimes yeah. giving is more rewarding for the person giving than the person receiving. Definitely. And I look at, you know, all of our situation, like being able to give has given us a purpose and like to be purposeless in life is horrible. So like we're, by giving, we have a per- like that is the greatest gift we could ever mm, give ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it's kind of like this full circle thing. Mm-hmm. But you do such a great job of that. I mean, like you, I know that we talked about anxiety, but you make it look so easy. Mm-hmm. And thank you. I mean, you guys come if you guys haven't had a chance to experience the flower truck. You, it's a must do in Reno. I feel like you are, you know, one of the the cornerstones of businesses oh, here in you. our community. And we're so blessed that you chose or that it's in Reno. Yeah. Like I can't picture Reno without you. Oh, and yeah. I can't it's picture so Reno nice without the green, the green truck cruising uh, around. Yeah. Yours too. Oh, gosh. And I just, um, I can't imagine you not driving your truck. Oh my gosh. And actually I can't imagine you not driving your Jeep. Seriously? Oh yeah, my Jeep. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, for real. It's We're about to like, take the top off that thing and just <laughs> sell candles out the back. <laughs> hey, when in doubt. I mean, um, we'll sell candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we sign off. Okay. Tell, tell our listeners like kind of the services. Cause you have the truck, but you also have a studio. Mm-hmm. You do weddings, mm-hmm. like tell them what, where they can find you and what, what all the mm-hmm. services that you do. Okay. Um, we, we, we provide, um, 
flowers for events. We uh, a lot of our corporations or our companies invite us to do to make flowers for their employees mm-hmm. as an appreciation day. I love like that. Yeah. And yeah. so that's always fun. We uh, also go to events like your community event which is one of our favorites and we get to do that once a month and then we'll go to we try to go to um we we go to coffee shops and we go to just different like it's mainly they're they're mainly coffee shops i feel like because we do you know ranchera and then we go downtown and it's usually coffee shops well it goes so perfectly together in the time of day it's like people aren't trying to like shop flowers at mm-hmm. night yeah. it's like a morning yeah. brunch yeah. situation yeah the bar if, they, if we're invited to do a sorority and it's late at night we don't usually do that because um that's not really yeah um, drunk college girls it doesn't aren't work a strong market for you <laughs> it work. i mean <laughs> drunk broke college girls yeah. are not <laughs> what do you mean and we try to do wedding we I'm, I'm kind of um scaling the weddings down only to weddings that are smaller weddings mm-hmm. the big weddings um there are a lot of people that love to do the big weddings and the small weddings. We we try to cut their costs and have them make their bouquets in in the studio with their bridesmaids, um, all the same flowers in front of them, and um, they and we put the music on and they have champagne mm-hmm. and they all make their own bouquets except the bride doesn't unless she wants to. And then we we hold them, you know, two days until the wedding or if it's the next. I have full body chills. Yeah. That is such a cool experience. It's like well, what a fun it, thing to do. Yeah, it's, we need it's to go been do great. Something. I want to do that. Yeah. It's been great. And also we'll try to you know take it's a it, you know you 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 have your bouquet at the wedding. The bridesmaids have their bouquets at the wedding. So we try to. Make sure that we can repurpose it. We do a lot of repurposing. So we'll take, and on every table, we'll have a vase. It's called a vase in a vase. So you have the outer vase with greens all in it. And then all the bridesmaids just plop their their bouquets in there. And then it's a whole arrangement for a centerpiece. So, you know, we do that for them. We, so we try to bring the so cost cool. down. Yeah. because Or they'll buy, they'll just come in and make all of their stuff for their wedding in our yeah. studio. and. And so, yeah, I just, oh, you know, amazing. so that's what we do. The small. So cool. Provide the small. experience and you yeah. truly listen to your customer, it yeah. sounds like. That's, yeah. So you guys follow Emmy's Flower Truck, obviously, yeah. on Instagram. Oh, thank you. Um, you can check our website. Go to our studio, obviously, if you want a hands-on experience. Um, but if you're just looking to gift someone flowers, which I think is like, part of the ripple effect that we didn't get a touch on, um, it is the best gift. And the way that they come, it makes it like mm. such a, such a gift. It's not just giving a basic bouquet of flowers. It's just so much more than that. And um, so if you need to give someone flowers, think of Emmys. And thank you all so much. Oh my gosh, that's been so thank much fun. Thank you for taking thank the time to welcome. be here. Yes, Seriously, so you're so busy. It's, I feel like we're just a team and I, I do feel like that. And I love, to hear, I love hearing your stories. I never get to really hear much because whenever we're together, it's busy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so thank you. So I'm honored and I appreciate it so much. Oh, thank you. Come see us all on Thursday. Yes. yes. You listen to this out. episode, bring it up. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Yeah. And tell us to shut up. No, don't tell us to <laughs> shut up, please. We want to keep doing this. Um, all right, y'all. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here, Emmy. Um, y'all know the deal. Follow along, Brit on Blast, and find us at BLFT Reno and Haven and Flux and Murdoch's Hat and Hats and Apparel. If you like the show, subscribe, review, screenshot us, tag us, do whatever sort of thing you like to do to support us. And uh, we appreciate y'all so much. Cheers, y'all. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. 
Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.